three, two, one, and we're we're live. So uh, yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, up, welcome pussies? to the motherfucking family. Yeah, we uh, got it. What's up, pussies? So real real quick before <laughs> we start, um, I just want to say that if if this podcast has changed your life in a positive way, and you you feel like so much better of a person after having listened to this podcast that if you could do us a huge favor and just subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, give, give us a quick review, quick rating, and um, that's really all I got to say about that. Yeah, Spotify, YouTube, all that shit. <coughs> and we, we really appreciate Instagram. any support yeah. that um, <laughs> you give to us. And yeah, follow us on Instagram. That's going to be the greatest place to get in touch with us. So that's uh, at War Hippies Pod. Yeah, fuck yeah. So a little bit before, uh, a little bit before we started fucking recording here, we were talking about uh, just kind of fucked up people and uh, you know, like it was more specifically around town and shit, yeah. like the locals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we've had some reason. There's been several recent incidents around here involving. Uh, the Swiss people that I've mentioned on previous podcasts. <laughs> it will continue. To yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. These Don't people. Don't take y'all motherfuckers off the hook. Nah, nah. You, you, off the hook. Yeah, you will. <laughs> you will recur on you, this. You'll be exposed. But, Fucking. Yeah, where's the lighter? At? Uh, yeah, I think I got lit somewhere. Yeah. I but yeah, fucking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. We've uh, we were discussing how. Uh, Ellington, Connecticut, where we reside, where we were born and raised, we grew up in. Um, is an incredibly fucking peculiar and strange land. It is a land... One day I think I'm going to try to write some sort of horror movie or something based off of this fucking town. You like, could do it so easily. It writes itself. <laughs> yeah. um, it's a weird fucking town because you get so many different walks of life within this town. Yeah, no, and, and it's like... Even, even though it's a really small town, it's... It's crazy how how much one place can can give off. There's so much shit happening in this one tiny this, little This this one little tiny little podunk ass Connecticut town has uh <laughs> has like so much bigotry and hatred and and weird shit going on too that it's like it's so fucking crazy. Well, let's it put was the perspective for these guys that <clears throat> in things like 19 58 or 1960 there was more it was recorded in the Guinness Book World of Records it had more cows than people yeah. this was I didn't know dairy, that is the dairy capital of the country there was more cows than people within this town at one point in time yeah. so that like maybe that explains a little bit of the underlying what's going on bigotry, like free insane and then yeah, they and so not just the bigotry, but this is like some shit out of a movie. You'd see like this town almost belongs in the South, like where because because <laughs> no joke, not just the racial bigotry and hatred and homophobia and and just fucking all that anything bullshit, you could think of. But this town also has plenty of uh, Game of Thrones shit going on, and I don't mean the violence. I'm talking about the uh, incestual uh, relations. <laughs> yeah, no, the, that's only, a nice segue. Like, you know, yeah. tell tell me about. I I don't know much about that in in this town. 
Um, so, like, as, as I mentioned on previous episodes... Don't, and I, don't name last names. No, no, no. Okay. I'll, I'll, mention, I'll mention again, though, but this town is run by several Swiss families. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you, know, they, you know, there's if you're from around here, you know these last names and shit. You know, I ain't gonna be all like that. But these fucking people, they all fuck their sisters and their cousins and all that bullshit. To and keep the money within the family. To keep the, yeah, to keep everything going within their families and within their little community. Kind of like some shit you'd see off, like, Ozark or something, if you've ever seen that show. Yep. Fucking, like, yep. it's... Yeah, it's like, it's so fucked up. And the thing is, much like that, too, what makes it even weirder is the fact that, like, this shit is well known yep. around here. But it's one of those things that, it, like, kind of like in a horror movie, like in the Twilight Zone, they sort of pretend it's not ha- it's like swept right under the rug and they it's, they, it's like a, a big dark underlying secret yeah it's exactly. not so much of a secret no exactly it's one of those things that's well known but they Ugh. you know you don't yeah, speak on it and they all go to the one church yep it's one church and that church since it's a church it's separate from state they get to keep a lot of the money Yes. So that's why they try to stay within the same bloodline, because as long as that same yeah. bloodline controls that church, they control yep. the house. And this church is right down the street from me, right down the street from my house. We and used to skate there all dude, the time. I don't think it's like Ozark, if Ozark and Midsommar had a love child. And think about th- yep. this, people. Th- this mm-hmm. is 2020. This is some, when you hear like a story like this, you'd think that, oh, that's probably how it was like in the 1800s. Like, no, this is still it's happening. No, it's this still, mind you, yeah. still, mind you, it like, hasn't yeah. stopped. Still, mind no. you, like, there's people within those families where, like, there's different degrees of the church. And if you're stone cold devoted to that church, you're not allowed to have any technology. No TVs, no, no cell phones. No, but here's what's fucked up is they were always allowed to have computers. Right. So it's like, it, it was a whole thing of like, yeah, you guess there's evil on TV, you know, like, you know, on some, on some, uh, water boy shit, you know, the fucking, it's the devil, the TV is this and that, and, but, but they always had computers, and I'm sitting there like, dude, I, on the internet is the most heinous shit that you could find known to fucking man, so it's very, there's very weird loopholes in there, like shit. Weird standards. And, uh, it goes right down, too, to the fact that there's even rejects of these, yeah. Cer- of these certain last names uh, there's a family of them that live right down the street from me where if you're not part of the church or say you just decided not to follow their cultish ways they like fucking cast you out and and now you're like you kind of. and literally th- those people will be like the most poor fucking white trash like motherfuckers around this whole town because they got cast out because they're not part you're like oh you you yeah you didn't want to go with us so you were you're not part of our money line think think about all the shit that goes on behind closed doors in this town dude literally like my father for my entire life has hinted at because there's a little loophole here where like a church is a public place like anyone can basically walk into any church during a session And and it's it's God it's supposed to be God's house if you're religious and, and all that, you know, yeah. fucking But my my father has hinted at and he never did it, I don't think he ever will, but he like when I was a kid he would always hint at it. he's like, Dude, one day I almost wanna just go down to that church on a Sunday because they can't kick me out. 
I'd want to do He's that. like, it's a church. He's like, I'd want to just walk in there on a Sunday service and, like, sit in there and just see what what it's all about in there. There was one kid that was in my grade, Nathan uh, Gallant. We went to middle school with, with each other. We were actually pretty close friends. And he was a mulatto kid. And so, like, we were really, really close. And, like, you kind of tell, like, he was carrying himself the way, like, a Swiss would. So I finally asked him, like, so, like, are you Swiss or... Well, it turns out they lived at that stone house right next to right next to the church. Yeah, because they had a sister, a younger sister that was in my grade, and she like fully joined. Yep, which was crazy to think because I'm pretty sure that was the only family that was not like within those seven families. Yeah, that went to that church. Dude, yeah, there's they, seven families. It's literally like the mafia. No, it's literally, yeah, they were the only outsiders I've ever, not only just the only people of color, because they were half black like myself, but yeah. they they were like, it wasn't even about, like, race, it's it's like, if you're not part of these, like, seven, eight families that are in this town, they fucking, you know, they're usually not really too accepting, like, I mean, yeah. I remember when, like, my dad and I, he was teaching me how to fucking drive, um, when I, back when I was 16, and, uh, fucking... Yeah, this old lady came out because behind the church is an old folks' home too. So they right. house, yeah, that's right. they yeah. house their own old folk. It's like it's full blown cult shit, like fucking yep. Amish, all that. Like when when I think about um, the whole like incest shit, there's this <laughs> this one scene in uh, Midsommar that I always think about, and basically the the idea is he he's in this like Swiss community. Which is, like, very much like Ellington in a way, but it's more like at a festival if you've never seen this movie. And it's like a cult in the way it yeah. operates is their their leader is the the inbred people in the community. Yeah. And they have this, like, Bible, like, libraries full of these works where, like, these inbred people will come and just write shit in these books. Man, I bet you Ari Aster came here. Before he directed that movie, and then so, dude, I'm telling you, there's got to be a, some under library oh, in that dude. church somewhere oh, where they sure. they fucking got like some weird texts and shit. So yeah. there's this one scene where w- one of the guys and and the premise is that they're all there, um, studying to to do this project, and this one guy's like, okay, I want to do it on Midsommar, so he wants to see this book that he was told about because the guy didn't like really come out and tell him that it was an inbred like their their leaders were the inbred people right so he goes all right so i gotta see this book for myself so he gets up in the middle of the night and he he goes craft style forbidden book yeah he goes into this chamber that has this book and all he wants to do is take a couple of pictures of it so he goes, he finds the book, and then, like, you hear this grunt in the background. But it's not super loud, because, you know, Ari Aster doesn't really do the jump scares super heavy. This yeah. was the one jump scare in this movie. So he goes, he opens the book, he goes to take a picture of it, and then the inbred kid comes and, like, cracks his head open with... I don't know what the fuck he used, but he used something, and he cracks the dude's head open and kills him right there, and that's, like, the second. So the first, like, 
super climactic part of this movie. And if you haven't seen Midsommar, I, I would definitely urge you to see it because it's, it's a really trippy movie. It is. And it's like, mind you, like, I'm not a fan of those type of movies. Yeah. But I was a fan of those. And I don't think it was, I was acid a... at the time because I definitely, <laughs> like, I watched it yeah, on acid. I still have yet to see this one, and but both Zach and I are huge fans yeah. of his other one, Hereditary, which is, like, one of my, in my opinion, one of the best horror films that's been made in, like, the past 20 years. So in the in the first scene, um, the first like big climactic scene, is they have these these old people in this community, and the idea is I, I don't remember exactly what age it was, but when you reach a I think certain it was like eighty six or something like that. I feel like it was like seventy five. I don't know why. Okay. I think it might have been that somewhere between there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So figure be- between seventy five and eighty five, and once these people reach a certain age. This is always what kicks off the Midsommar Festival, is they go and they gather for dinner. And then they, they bring the, these, this old couple out on like a chair, but like they're holding up the chair. So it's like yeah. they're walking with a throne and then they put them down. And then they eat. And then next thing you know, they're at a cliff and everybody gathers under this cliff. And then you see them walk up to the top of the cliff. And it's, I think it's the woman first. Yeah, I think it was the woman first. She comes yeah. up, you see her, and she just stands there. And this is what I love about Ari Aster's directing. is He just left him standing there, that shot. It was like... 45 seconds long. Yeah, dude, that's, yeah, see, that's why I still gotta see this, because yeah. that's what I loved about Hereditary so much. Like, you really leave di- a shot, didn't like, know so what the fuck was gonna happen. No. And then, next thing you know, this motherfucker jumps off of this cliff and lands on this rock. And then they do a shot that's like a close up of his face after it hits the rock, and you see, like, the skin tear. Did he off jump and- off the cliff, or is that the one where they kicked him off the cliff? Um, he jumped off the cliff. He jumped off that one? Yeah, and then you see, like, his skull crack, like, right open. Yep, you're right, okay. And I I don't want to give, like, I I can sit down and... too much away. Yeah, I can sit down and talk about that movie for hours. But yeah, when I think about, like, inbred people, I, for whatever reason, always tend to revert back to that scene. That's, yeah, that's why I, like, I always stay telling you to get up on some hp lovecraft because even that whole plot right there he took straight out of a lovecraft like that every lovecraft story is like some guy trying to find a forbidden book and mm-hmm. like shit like that and uh he also because he's a new england native was a new england native in his time yeah yeah he was, was he really yeah no the stephen king all the greatest horror dudes are from right new around england. here yeah where was lovecraft out of uh rhode island at first and then uh he traveled all over, you know, Connecticut, Maine, really? New Hampshire. He was all up and down New England his whole no fucking shit. life. I never knew that. His whole fucking life. Yeah, and... Uh, oh, dude, that guy... Okay. That's oh, yeah, no, so... Yeah. He wrote... I'm convinced that... This is the reason... This is my own personal theory as an Ellington resident. I'm, I'm convinced he strolled through this town at some point because he writes... Because there's a lot of towns kind of like Ellington scattered throughout New New England, rather. Especially uh, in this section of... And Lovecraft's infamous, among his fans, is infamous fish-eyed people. He always referred, though he was literally writing about, like, the inbred rednecks around here. Because he fucking hated them. 
Lovecraft, he was like a true misanthrope. He hated everyone. Like he okay. would like he was like even racist and everything too. Like he fucking hated hate he hated humankind. Yep. And that's what part of what made his story so good. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, no, he fucking he would write of these people that he would come across in these small New England towns where their eyes were too far apart and they're just fucking inbred, you know, just total like he would just <coughs> he was spewing Dude, just like people fucking no, in this town. Think about all these Swiss people yeah. and all these inbred motherfuckers around here and how their eyes are all wide and yeah. shit. He and like like those dudes from when I was at with Nelson and you told me wait till you see these guys at Mansfield Supply. Yeah, oh like, my oh those those dudes their <laughs> their eyes are on the side of their fucking head like Did a I fish. Not warn you though? Yeah, they are the fish eyed people that HP Lovecraft was speaking Dude. of. Like Oh my god, yeah, those motherfuckers. They were like, so, we're used to seeing, like, inbred within this town. But, like, we're used to seeing, like, the same families do it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when you see, like, two sets of twins that were definitely, like, conceived out of, like, inbreeding, it kind of throws you off a little bit, even more so. Because, like, you're used to it in one aspect, yeah. but then you see something like that, like, oh, And the thing fuck. is, too, Group. what... What most people are used to is in the movies, and even even from like what little trailers and things I've seen from Midsommar and stuff. Like, even though I haven't seen the full movie yet, but fucking like you know, a lot of people think inbred and they think like the full blown hills have eyes, yeah, uh, like mutants and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, but it's actually more like you know, this is a classic movie. If you haven't seen this, you're doing yourself a disservice to your as a human being mm-hmm. but it's uh deliverance yep. the classic classic yep. classic deliverance yeah and if you and if you notice in deliverance it's not like those people are like fucking mutant hills have eyes like some of them rel- they look normal Norm? as you could yeah be but yeah it's like some of these inbreeding it's it's subtle yeah. Where it's like, you know, they, they won't be like full-blown mutated deformed people, but you'll look at them you and they just, you can just see off. they're a little off. Or, something... or if they're like standing next to one of their relatives. Yeah. Like, they, if, alright, so there's this one specific family within this town, and it starts with a B, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. But, <laughs> there's literally like five, five people within this family, and the five people are spread out through Three different like generations, okay. If they stand next to each other, you can't tell the fucking difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they. And all... It's not just <clears throat> one sex. They'll have a male and a female stand next to each other, and they look the fucking same. Oh, dude, I've it's like I've seen that across like all of them too. Yeah. Like you'll see males and fe- like like a brother and a sister, yeah. and they will look the same. same. And meanwhile, they'll be fucking like twelve years. Yeah, age. yeah, yeah, and then you'll see like their parents, and their parents look just this like is, them. Yeah, and it's like this is so fucking weird. And it's so it's one of those things where like it's been happening for so long, where it's so yeah. obvious. It's to the point where like it's so obvious and so in your face, where it becomes yeah. like a natural day to day like thing to bump into this. Yeah, and listen, <laughs> like listen, this is how this is how like swept under the rug and like quote unquote accepted it is. My senior year, the I won't say the last names, but the two the you know, like how you have all that bullshit in your yearbook like uh 
most likely to be this fucking guy, the nope. cutest couple, blah, blah, blah. The cutest couple in my 2012 fucking graduation yearbook were second cousins with each other. It was two Swissers. Like, two Swiss last names. They start with an S. One is an S, and one is a G. And Jesus Christ. Yeah. They were literally, literally second cousins. The cutest couple in the fucking yearbook. <laughs> Dude, like, that's, that's Ellington. That is so... This is shit. That for so many years, a lot of people thought I was making all this shit up about yeah. these people being racist and inbred and this and that. Well, dude, that's like... And now it's like getting exposed all over the internet. <laughs> well, that's like when I, went, when I got transferred to Manchester, my that, my that new boss moved up from Georgia, and there's a couple of customers within this town that we have that are Swiss. Yep. So he's new, so he's like introducing himself and everything. And then he finds out that I'm from Ellington. And he comes out to me and he goes, what the fuck is up with these people? <laughs> yeah. And he named a couple of last names, which are part of the seventh families. And I'm like, oh, okay. I got you. And I sat him down and I yeah, explained yeah. it to him. <laughs> That's so, like, when so you I really... explained it to him for, like, it took me, like, 15 minutes. Because I literally, like, I named names. Yeah, you had I to sit him down. Like, hey, listen, mm-hmm. take, grab a seat. And exactly. Let me, let me go over this with exactly. you. Exactly. Get especially the whiteboard with... out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but especially, like, with him being new and him wanting to, like, get more business from him, like, I have to tell him, like, everything kind of deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I did it. And mind you, he just moved up from Florida, or from Georgia, rather, where he lived for eight years. Right? Yeah. In backcountry Georgia. The type of state and the type of, like, within the place yeah. of the state where you would expect this person to be, like, accustomed to it, nah. Dude, this motherfucker's head was fucking blown. That's pretty bad. If he's from fucking Georgia and he's saying that, I'm yeah. like, yo, what's up with these fuckers in Ellington? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's horrendous. Yeah, because <laughs> the thing that, like, the main thing that he's really impressed with was the fact that, like, it's not the stereotypical thing that you expect when you hear inbreeding. Exactly. It's not the hills have eyes shit. No. They they've got their see, this is what makes it so fucked up. This is my this is my own personal theory, like just from reading so many horror stories and comic books and shit like that. Like I feel like I feel like these people have got the science down to it. I feel like way, way, way back years and years ago they were looking like them Midsommar and Hills Have Eyes motherfuckers, right? Like all, all these, all these mutants. Yeah. And then, and like, but there was a few of the, the mother people, you know, like the, the head honchos of the males and the females that looked normal and shit. Like, yep. and I feel like they spent decades, like getting the genetic getting a system down like because it's a system because it's almost like yeah, yeah it's there's be. there's low key around here there's like low key arranged marriages oh, and shit time. like you'll so check this out too like all right go with arranged marriages is when they turn 16 i think it is 16 the women have to make up their mind if they're going to join the church all right so yeah. you you leave middle school i think school. it's earlier than that it's right it's right when they get to high school the, all right it's like yeah 14. so 14 yeah so what it is is as soon as you leave middle school which for us is in the eighth grade as soon as you leave eighth grade and you go into freshman year of high school that summer is when the females have to make their choice so yeah. if they show up to the first day of high school in a jean skirt and a bun 
you know, they joined the church. Yeah. Well, with that being said, what they did during the summer is they would actually ship the kids to Lancaster, Pennsylvania to live with the Amish. So yeah, like the live Amish, with the actual Mormons and shit. Yeah, so, like, they're actually, like, <coughs> the Amish and the Swiss are, like, they're this, one of the same. Oh, fuck yeah. Just in different locations. And with different, like, degrees <coughs> of discipline. Oh, definitely, because, I mean, like, dude, look at, like, look at all these places around here. Like, these motherfuckers will build you a shed like nobody's business, well, yeah, man. Well, like, half, <laughs> well, half the time... These will build you a fucking deck roof the fuck yeah, out of your house. Every, well, like, every five years, they do a barn raising in Elton, and they have all the Amish up, and they come up for a weekend, and they bait out a fucking whole barn. Yeah. So, w- w- one thing that I, I wanted to talk <laughs> about... Kind of, yeah, like, keep, fucked up. keep going on, like, this, like, fucked up, creepy shit. Like... I want to talk about paranormal experiences, like times in your life where you you truly felt like something that wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah, was there. Yeah. Um, and I, and I know that all three of us have experiences. Oh yeah, I have a couple experiences. And like I, the thing that I love about my experiences is that I wasn't the only one there. I have, like I have quite a few, and mm-hmm. I have several where James and I were both there. Yeah, exactly. Involving yeah. the fucking Max. Yeah. The Max was Paranormal City for well, a while. Think, well, both think, houses. That fucking house across yeah. the street and their new one. But think about this one, right? Like, when we're playing the, like, the back woods behind this white house that's, just, like, literally right across the street from where we are right now for the people that are listening, like, right across the street. 20 feet of us, right? Yeah. So when we were little, we'd play in the woods, and we'd be playing Army and shit like that. Well, you know what was in the backwoods? was an old slaughterhouse. Yeah. That's we were not literally playing around an old abandoned slaughterhouse. Yeah, Leatherface status. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> what the <yeah>. fuck? <laughs> and it was like, to us, uh, yeah, and then this you just got even, used to it. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, and this wasn't even paranormal, but there was a real deal, like, crazy-ass fucking hobo out oh, there living in a fucking tent. Yep. And when the one night, you know... We'll have to go, like, into details at some point into this, this whole story, because this yeah. story is fucking incredible. It was the first <laughs> night I ever slept at the Max house across the street. My first night ever spending the night with the McVarishes. And, uh, yeah, our mission was to get the porno mags from, yep. uh, it was in the dead of winter. <laughs> yep. They were in the backwoods right through those woods right there. Like, pet cemetery case. style. We, there was, like, a little trail, like a pet cemetery trail almost yep. through those yep. fucking woods. And it came out to this creepy-ass clearing. <laughs> uh, yep. And, uh, yeah, we're out there. You know, we're trying to find... Because, you know, fucking Scott's telling us, yo, like, we, I got them in the suitcase. Yep. They're out there. Because this is before, dude. Well, this yeah, is so The internet wasn't around so and like, shit. So, like, I'm 31 now. When that was happening, I was... 12, I think? Yeah, dude, I was like nine, ten. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So yeah, like, like we were going to shit. Fucking the internet was still like a piece of shit. Yeah. So, it so wasn't, like, we were like yeah, yeah like we were just yeah you could like and we had a stash of porn. Yeah, you couldn't <laughs> like just pull up Pornhub and X videos and shit on your phone like you do yeah, now. Wow. <laughs> fucking, it was like. No, no, we like, had the yeah. holy grail, dude. Yeah. No, and then so and what it was yeah so we went out there at night we go through the creepy fucking pet cemetery <laughs> trail and and we're out there looking and looking and looking but it's it's like now it's or later it was like fucking one in the morning it's pitch black back there and we've got like flashlights and it's like yep. you know like what the fuck are we yeah even it must doing? have been creepy as yeah fun. like really creepy it was like what the fuck are we even doing out here but you know that's what that's what we were doing yep. and uh 
no, all of a sudden we hear these like crunches in the snow because it was that kind of snow around here where the the little thin ice sheet gets on it. Isn't it? Yeah. We hear these like thing, and we're out here like, what the fuck is that? Like we're thinking it's an animal at first. All of a sudden, in the distance, we see like a black, just all black silhouette figure, and he's got something in his hand too, like a fucking crowbar or some shit. All of a sudden, like we hear these footsteps fucking creep up, like start coming fast. Think we we fucking ran like Kenyans out of that fucking woods <laughs> through the that. clearing. You guys came into the house, got out of the house. Yeah. And you guys came running into the house and fucking pops was there, and you hear what happened. Like you couldn't even finish what you guys were saying before pops or he like had a twelve gauge and his fucking hand running out the door and screaming up for John and Dan Fist to come down with their guns. Yeah, yeah. I remember one one. This isn't I necessarily. This about that. This isn't necessarily a paranormal experience, but it was definitely, like, a really fucking creepy situation that could have turned out a lot worse than it did. And I I don't know how many other people this has happened to, because it's, it's a really weird thing that you don't necessarily think about. So when I was, like, 15, um, that's right when my mom started letting me, like, walk down the street, ride my skateboard, and that kind of stuff. So I remember I was... And, and this was on, like, a Saturday. It was, like, 2 or 3 o'clock. It was a super sunny day. And um, and, and this is right down the street there, like, going towards Family mm-hmm. Dollar. I'm riding my skateboard, and then this white van pulls up. This fucking guy <laughs> opens the <Yeah>. door. <laughs> and, okay. and then, like, fucking, like, lunges to go to grab me. So I started, like, running like a motherfucker, and then I yeah. threw my skateboard at him. And he got back in, but I was like, after that, I I, mean, I yeah. just stood there for a little bit, and I was like, I got a weird story like that too. Man, what Dude, what I've the fuck just like happened? That. And that was right there too. And this oh, is shit. actually, I'll I'll definitely tell this story. This is a great story for this fucking podcast because it's kind of started my uh, my dis my disdain for uh, cops. Okay. <laughs> When I was five years Disney, old, that's a good word. I yeah, my when I was about five years old, like me, I I can't because I was so young, I can't remember exactly where my family was. It was my whole family. It was like Presley was just born. He's still in like a fucking stroller. I was just starting to walk, uh, and it was my mom and dad. Like we were all somewhere like at like a local park, like maybe even Henry Park or something, like somewhere close. Okay. And and there was like some parade or some bullshit going on, and there was a couple cops there. You know, this fucking cop comes up. Yeah, an actual a police officer in a police vehicle, a Vernon cop, uh, comes up. And he's, like, you know, being real friendly with all of us, me and my whole family and shit. You know, fucking, yeah, you know, hey, guys, yeah, how you doing? You know, you know my dad's shooting the shit because my dad's a pretty fucking uh, outgoing guy. Oh, you know, yeah, he's, that's man. He's yeah, so yeah, he's sure. fucking talking, you know, whatever, right? And all of a sudden, he's, like, sh- you know, showing me specifically all this, like, stuff in his car. Hey, man, hey, yeah, hey, what's up, kid? You want to see all this stuff? And then all of a sudden, there's a fucking cop. The cop goes, yeah, hey, man, yeah, you want to see what's in, you want to see some more stuff? Yeah, get in. The fucking cop was trying to lure me, like, in his car, and I was, like, five years old. He's like, yeah, get in, man. I'll show you, I'll really show you some stuff. I see my, my fucking, my dad. I just felt my dad's hand on my chest and, like, pulled me back. And he goes, no, Bree, come here now. And then, and that was it. And then this fucking cop reached across and closed his door and drove off. And since then, 
I've hated fucking cops. <laughs> yeah, yep, that happened to me when I was five years old. I I'll never so. forget that shit. Because I don't remember shit that. from, like, you don't normally remember shit from that kind of age. Yeah. Yeah. But that was one of those things I was so potent. I'll Stand never forget out. the way that cop, he's like, no, get in, get in. Yeah, like, yeah. like a fucking, like, like Pennywise, like, come here, like, <laughs> it was yeah, like, demeanor on him. yeah, yeah, no, my dad knew right away, he's like, nah, Bree, don't, don't get in that fucking car. I'm thankful, I'm honestly like, cause, out of everybody that I know, there's maybe, and I, when I see, like, out of everybody I know, like, within the group of friends I have, whether it be friends or acquaintances, like, out of 20 people, right, out of 20 people, there's maybe only two people that honestly say that they didn't have an experience like that. I'm one of them. Like, yeah. As I got older and I started hearing more and more stories, like, I started becoming like, holy fuck. Like, I got, A, I got fucking lucky as shit. Yeah. And B, like, I can't. I can't even, like, fucking explain to you the way I felt after that happened. Because... And this was, like, straight up, this dude was trying to grab me. He looked pissed off and, like, really aggressive. And I, and mom was still here. Mm -hmm. So I I knew, like, if I tell her about that, she's never going to let me fucking go anywhere. So I never told her. But that shit, that was fucking scary. Oh, sure. I mean, fucking rightfully so, dude. That's oh, like the yeah. one, like the one person I'm not gonna ever. I'll never say her name, ever, because of this. But somebody that you know really well, and somebody that you've heard of, and when she got raped by two dudes, it's one of those things where like that was like that was really the story that kind of like put into perspective like literally everybody has had that type of situation where it almost happened or happened to right yeah but then like you hear somebody like where it actually happened to him it's like yeah what the fuck yeah most of the like females i know have like had some sort of yeah situation Mm -hmm. happen to them it's crazy it's 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 crazy it's scary and it's unnerving especially with like the whole epstein shit where like yeah I don't mean to specifically, like, call that whole situation out, because I know that situation is very well talked about, and it's always talked about, but just that type of lifestyle is, it's fucking out there. Yep. And I mean, and you gotta think about it like, like this. What the fuck? Like, it's, yep. it's like the the government and things surrounding the government where, where this shit is happening. So, like, if they're sending the message that, oh, it's okay for the leaders of the country to be pedophiles and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So what kind of fucking message does does that Dude, the, send to people yeah. who are on the edge with that kind of shit? Oh man, like the the whole Epstein thing is uh is so big that people don't even realize it and it's like that's why it's like they're not even covering it on the media right. because they're trying to but like you can't sweep that under the rug. No. That's No, that's, that's too honestly, big. But honestly what sucks is I feel like it's almost being swept underneath the rug. No, they're doing. Yeah, they're, they're doing. Make, they don't want you. They're, they're doing. They're doing their best effort, man. And it's it's one of those things where like it you gotta continuously talk about. They're it. doing their you best effort, but it's one of those things it. where the internet with that one is is just the internet always wins every time. Right. The internet yeah. wins everything. But I mean, you at that all right? 
So you see memes about that shit, right? And you see articles about that shit. Yeah. But what do you see more about? You see more about Kim Kardashian yeah. and shit like that. And then that. specifically, to all the racial stuff going on, too, exactly. the BLM and all that. Because yeah. Yeah, cause what's happening now, too, is the, uh, you know, they or whoever, whoever the fuck these powers at B are, they've infiltrated all the social medias and shit. So they're, like, filtering and pulling people's yep. posts and they're filtering everything so that you don't see that. Which really says something. No, that's that says how crazy that is. Because, I mean, dude, that Epstein thing is, like... Like, cause like there was a hoax flight log that got released, and that was the one that had like like a whole bunch of celebrities. Like, right. like that's what started the Tom Hanks thing and shit. Like, right. <laughs> all that. Like, but like, they, but the real flight logs that got unleashed, like there were some fucking serious people on those, and not even just like movie stars and that alike, but like fucking politicians, politician Prince fucking Andrew. I mean, he was yeah. in the documentary. If you haven't seen it on Netflix, mm-hmm. like Prince Andrew is photographed with underage women at this island. Bill Clinton is photographed with... Especially that like, new picture that just got, like, leaked, what, yeah, two days ago? Yeah. Like... Of the chick giving him, like, a back rub and shit like that. Yeah, he's sitting there with his fucking ugly naked ass yeah. and shit. And the chick, yeah, like, creepy shit, dude. Yeah. Like, the, like, the shit that was going on there, man, like... That shit's all, it's all gotta come out at some point. Oh, it's absolutely. fucking heinous, man. Like, yep. I don't even think, I don't so think anyone's about, ready for that. Did you hear about, I think it was like three weeks ago, this pedophile got released from prison out of Florida, right? So he was a convicted pedophile on like three separate charges. Yeah. Or three separate incidents, okay? Well, the whole COVID and overpopulation, they let him, the judge overturned the sentence and let him free. So you know what happened to him the next day? Somebody got him, killed him, dismembered him, and then threw him on the judge's front doorstep. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Like, how boss is that? Yeah. Like yeah. this whoever it is, they did the world a fucking Yeah, it's like now yeah, here's you. here's justice served. Yeah. You know? So he kills him, dismembers him, and puts him <laughs> on the front doorstep of the judge that did all the thing. Yeah. And on top of that, so the following week, like this whole like killing pedophile thing is really like picking up steam and I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. So, remember when we were at Vernon, there was that, that uh, news article I found on Yahoo and it was that skinhead that was within, uh, I think it was San Quentin in uh, yeah. California and he killed two pedophiles with a broom. Do you remember that? Yeah. So, <laughs> that, that news article started circulating again and people started putting money onto his bucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, as donations, as doing, like, the world a fucking favor. This dude's doing three life sentences and is now has his fucking books maxed out. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he, he did get all the honey buns and shit he needs. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. He, he did the world a favor. Yeah. Fucking kill him. He, he did what was right. Yeah. And I think that that's one thing that I've noticed that the majority of people widely agree, no matter what the fuck you believe politically... Or any shit like that, that pedophiles. Pedophilia is not acceptable. No, that's that's an incredibly and uniquely dark headspace that someone has to get in, and who the fuck knows what triggers that? You know, that's that's something that science obviously there's plenty there's probably plenty of science people out there researching that but it's like right 
To me, I, I those believe are... that that I believe that those are people that are like legitimately possessed by like evil, yeah. demonic shit. That's what like I think that like horror movies and that kind of stuff don't really scare me too much, but shit like that, yeah. shit like when I almost got abducted. Like, that kind of shit, that's what really scares me. Oh, shit that yeah. can actually happen to you yeah. in your lifetime. Yeah. I mean, like, I've had a, a paranormal experiences where, like, I've, like, seen, like, ghosts and shit. Well, not seen them, I've heard them, but... Yeah. And to me, that's not nearly as scary as the thought that... Yeah. There, There's people like that out in the world who actually think those things. Yeah. Yeah, I got a good fucking paranormal story when I actually physically saw a ghost. I'm, I want to say I'm 95% sure James was there too because it was involved all of us. It was like the Medors, us, fucking the Max, Scott. Was that at the new house? Yeah, it was like they, they had only been at the new house maybe like six months or so. Okay. And uh, we walked down to that church by the high school at night. Okay. And then uh, we were filming on... This is back with, like, Verizon Envies and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we were filming these shitty videos, man. And, and there was one, so it started off, we were kind of just creeping around there. There's this church down the street from the high school. And we're like, yeah, whatever, we're creeping around. You know, we see a couple of peculiar things, nothing crazy. You know, then all of a sudden we're filming the shed. We hear, like, a loud-ass thump on the shed. You know, and we're all looking around like, hey, did anyone fuck with us? Like, yeah, any of you guys throw a rock at this thing and trying to be fucking funny? Nobody did. So, we're all just kind of moseying around there for a little while. You know, nothing's happening. I look in my, like, so it started off with me, like, full-blown just freaking the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's what caused everybody to just start hauling ass back to Pat's house, right? I definitely uh, wasn't here for that one. Yeah, no, actually, this didn't happen there. We heard the thump there, and we kind of got spooked out, actually, and we walked up to that Tallinn bank. Yep. That, that's right down at the end of his street, and that bank is, like, notorious yeah. for having shit around. We well, get that there. bank was an old farmhouse. Yeah, because we were there with, it was all the Medors and everybody, yeah, fucking uh, Scott, you know, all of them, and we were down there, and... Uh, we're immediately, like, seeing shit, like, run by the windows and shit, mm -hmm. like, figures and shit. All of a sudden, yeah, I look and we go up to the drive through window, and I look, and I'm just standing there moseying around, and I look behind me, like, in my reflection, I can see standing behind me, no joke, a Union Civil War soldier, like, all bloodied and shit from, like, mm -hmm. getting fucking shot or whatever. Yep. He's just standing right behind me, and I fucking... I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck? You know, you know, <laughs> fucking panic. Yeah. We all start running back to Pat's house, right? Because it, it's like uphill too, right? Yeah. Like we're only like maybe I'd say like a quarter, quarter of a mile. mile away, but it's uphill. We're That's hauling a ass. Uphill we're hauling ass. We and and you know we fucking we get about halfway and and we kind of stop and like because we're like, all right, fuck, you know, we're away from the church and shit, right? We had to catch our breath. We all catch our breath. Each and every one of us turns around. And about, like, no joke, like, ten feet behind us, we see, like, the figure of this dude. And he's, because he was standing in the reflection, like, with his gun up, like they used to do in the pictures. Yeah. Like, with his gun on his shoulder, his rifle on his shoulders, the musket and shit. We see a figure, like, 
of a Civil War guy, black figure standing about 10 feet behind us. We look, and, like, he's just standing right there in the road. And, and like, we all just, like, Blair Witch status, like, freak the fuck <laughs> out. Adrenaline status, like, bolted back into Pat's house. Yep. And, yeah, that was, like, one of the few times I, like, I think maybe one of possibly the only times I physically saw uh, some shit where I was like, what the fuck was that? See, like, I see, you know, like, a couple, of, like, outlines and shit, but it was never one of those things where like, you can see clear as day if there's, like, a dude. Yeah. Or a female. Yeah. But, like, I, you definitely see, like, a distinct outline. All my, like, interactions have always been with, like, them moving objects or turning something on. Yeah. yeah. So I have the this one, and this one, is, it's still creepy to me because I still don't know exactly what I saw. Um, so me, me and my friend Kenneth, we, we would, every once in a while, he would come pick me up in his car at, like, midnight or so, and we would just go out and we'd drive around until, like, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. So, one night, we decided that we wanted to go in the woods, because that was always, I, I'd done it before a couple of times. And I've always just loved the feeling of being, like, on edge. Like, almost being, like, extremely paranoid. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds really weird. And well, no, it's invigorating. You feel awake. So I was like, yeah, let's do that. And I was like, but let, let's actually, like, go for a walk. Not like how we would usually do it where I'd walk in the woods for five minutes. And this is at, like, two o'clock in the morning. Yep. So it's completely dark. You can't see shit. And, and my rule is, if you're going to do it, you can't use a flashlight. And he goes, okay. This is the first time he'd done it with me. <laughs> okay. So how old are you at this point? <coughs> um, 18. Okay. Yeah, this was like the summer after I graduated from high school. Okay. Yeah, so so we, like a couple years ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Four years yeah, ago. Yeah, four, four years ago, yeah. So we're walking, <laughs> and we're walking for like fifteen minutes, and we're we're having a good time. Like, but at, at the same time, like you're kind of like pulling your breath a little bit because it's like you can't see shit. It's two o'clock in the morning, and you're in a public place where nobody else is around. So like you automatically feel on edge. And we were walking, and then all of a sudden. I heard, like, these footsteps behind me, but they were in the leaves. And it was one of those things where, like, my entire, like, chest, like, shot right up. I was like, what yeah. the fuck was that? I looked back, and this sounds like so like an actual person. Okay. This wasn't like an, this wasn't like a rabbit right. or something. This was definitely, um, either like a bear or a, a deer or a human. That's specifically what it sounded like. Yep. I looked back and then I couldn't see anything. But, and this is where I always get confused whenever I think about this. Because I can't say for certain that this is what I saw. Okay. But part of me, like, remembers seeing, like, some fingers dangling. Just like some fingers. And then I just remember seeing, like, I just 
saw on the fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I remember I looked over at Kenneth and I get like this really specific voice when I get scared. Okay. And this was like the This was like I the could say this definition was like, of that voice. The most scared I could ever be in my life. <laughs> okay. So I look over. I'm, I'm I can try and imitate the voice, but I know I'm not gonna be able to do it. I look over I'm like uh, Kenneth <laughs> We need to get the fuck out of here right now. Yup. But but then I'm thinking like, okay, so if that actually is a person over there, he's right fucking there. Yeah. So, and then the whole time, like, I'm not hearing shit. Like, it's, I'm not hearing, like, any breathing okay. or anything like that, but I can still see these, what I'm certain were fingers. So, we're like, alright, well, let's keep walking. See, because maybe he'll, like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> what else are you going to do? That's, like, your best hope. So, we keep, and this is where it gets, like, creepier. We keep walking. I don't necessarily hear any footsteps, but I hear like a, um, like a twig snap. Like it was a very distinct. And then we just kept walking, and then eventually we didn't hear him anymore. Could you like feel like the presence wasn't there anymore too? Or yeah, it felt like, but like at the same time we were still terrified because like we he was here, we were walking this way, we had to walk back. Right. Towards wherever he was, and we don't know. And we continued walking for like a half an hour because we wanted to like. Did you go back the next day and see like if there's footprints or anything? No, nah. no. Nah. I don't blame you. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have either. But so <laughs> this was the like I'm walking back the entire time, and like my chest is in my throat. I feel like I'm gonna throw up. Like I feel like I got a shit. Like just like everything. Like I feel oh, so oh yes, so dirty and disturbed. And you're like, fucking petrified. <laughs> you're yeah. just like yeah, you're you're just like so fucking scared. <laughs> yeah. And then I. We got back in the car, and then we got back home, and I was like, hey, man, I was thinking about it, and we're not the only kids who do that kind of shit, because it's in Bolton. Yeah. Anybody and everybody could have been doing that, so, like, our mind just reverted right away to, it's somebody who's going to hurt me. We went and took it like the most negative thought. In reality... What it probably was, was some other kid who was out doing that shit and didn't want to scare us, so they didn't keep following us, and they were probably scared that we were there, too. Nah. Nah, that nah. sounds fucked up. Yeah. Because, yeah. uh, nah, because listen, that, that fucking kid, if they, it was like another kid, they, and they saw that you were just some motherfuckers, like, young motherfuckers, they probably would have either approached or, like... Even. Yeah, you would have. They would have made themselves known in a, like, like a good way. The thing was, is the fact you, you're saying you only saw some creepy fingers. Yeah. You you know yeah. you only heard noises like. Yeah. That's that what you did right there. Was your brain was telling you like we're gonna make the positive out of the situation because that shit was. Yeah, that was either. Yeah, that like was I said, like that was either some supernatural shit or like some. I'm hoping it was some supernatural shit. Up yeah. Person, yeah. Cause yeah, like, that, yeah, no. yeah, that's weird. <laughs> but with that being said, anybody who's listening to this, I don't give a fuck if you like being scared. Don't walk at night in the woods. I will never, ever do it again. 
and I haven't since then. And for whoever's listening, if you guys have a story, please fucking share. Yeah. Those are some of my favorite my favorite stories. Yours, or like yeah. Some yours, weird shit really, people really saw in the woods. About the house next door, Brian, was the fact like as much as there was paranormal shit, like there was bums living in the woods too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what always scared me because. One of my favorite horror films of all time is the very first Blair Witch Project. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I just love that movie so much. And because and it reminds me of when I used to uh, camp out in Angel Trace up in Crystal Lake before they built the houses there. Yep. There was like little trails in the woods and, and, and all my buddies and shit that I was fucking chilling with at the time were like, oh yeah, let's just have a camp out. We didn't have tents or nothing. We would literally just <laughs> sit there in the woods all night. And mind you, like, shit would get dark, and if we didn't build a fire, like, we would build a proper fire, we would all be out there, like, all the fellas. Like, we'd just be out there in a fucking random clearing we would find. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, and, then, uh, and then at night, their thing was, all right, everybody, nature walk. And it'd be, like, the middle of the fucking night. And we're, like, in the middle of the woods. The thing is, you don't refuse to go because you don't want to be that asshole sitting alone at camp. Or, or what was what we called camp. You know, it was like we were just fucking sitting and we would build a pallet fire in a random clearing. And hope for the best. Yeah. And this was our camp out. So we just would just sit there all night until the daytime. Wouldn't even fucking sleep. And then I just had my mom pick me up at some street up there, like, during the day. And, uh... No, like, we'd go on these fucking nature walks. Yeah, hey, nature walks, so we're, like, up there. We would even, like, somehow we would convince even chicks to come out there, too. Like, we'd have, like, it was, like, some Friday the 13th shit. We were, like, yeah. and, and what was funny is we are in Crystal Lake, Ellington, so it's, like, yeah. legit Crystal Lake, Friday the 13th, yeah. Jason Voorhees. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no, and it's, like, we used to hear all kinds of fucked up shit. Well, you know what the we, crazy part is about Crystal Lake, though, is, like, so, Friday the 13th wasn't, like, based off that place, but there was called the Crystal Lake Ballroom. Yeah. And that ballroom had people like Frank Sinatra and Ted Nugent, believe it or not, and George yeah. Thorogood, and, mm-hmm. like, they had a ballroom up there where, like, this was, like, the, this was the spot. It was, like, yeah. a mafia hanging out back in the 50s and shit, because yeah. it's outside of New York, they didn't go to the countryside, like, yeah. this was, at one point, like, a big thing. Yeah, no, yeah, and we were just crawling through these uncharted woods, man, and it was like, at night we would see all kinds of shit, and there was one night where we all ran back to the camp, like, somehow we all were able to, like, navigate these woods, like, as on Mm -hmm. some kids, like, Goonies level shit, like, we were just able to navigate where we were. It was a very, like, user-friendly area, though. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, because we had the main trail, too, so that's how I knew how to get out of the woods. It was a long walk, too, because yeah. I did that walk by myself one night. when Because I, I remember I went up there one night and just wasn't feeling it, and I just, like, bit the bullet, called my mom. Like, it was, I had my, I finally had a cell phone, too, because there was mm-hmm. times I was out there, I didn't even have a phone or nothing. Like, I, like, this was before every person had a cell phone and shit like i was just out there in the woods like my mom would drop me off and we were like yeah i'm going to camp out (laughs) just walk into these fucking woods yeah yeah, it's fucked up i always thought the idea of the blair witch project was like terrifying no that that movie is like there's one of very few horror movies you know like those 
among those are The Shining, uh, The Omen, The Exorcist, um, one that I believe Hereditary takes a lot off of. Hereditary is mm-hmm. one of them, obviously, but there's one, Rosemary's Baby. Mm-hmm. That's that's fucked, and that's old too, and that's still fucked. Psycho from Alfred Hitchcock. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this small category of horror movies, and Blair Witch is also in that category where like of like that legitimately like fucked with me. You like mm-hmm. on a horror level, like yep. especially me being a black dude, like. And, and having those Angel Trace experiences, like, I'm like, I don't like going in the woods now, you know, because it's creepy, and, and among that, there's the clan is out in the woods and yeah. shit, like, f- shit's fucked up. But I mean, seriously, though, but, imagine going out into the woods and never coming back. No, exactly, and, and that's, when I first saw that movie, I was maybe, like, 13 or 14 years old, and, and it just, it just fucked with me to my core, because mm-hmm. what fucks with me, what I love about that film is it follows, like, the old H.P. Lovecraft quote of the, the most potent type of fear for mankind is fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. That's one of the very few horror movies that never, like, shows what's after them. Like, fucking the whole movie, you're watching it, and even at the very end, when they supposedly get killed and shit, like, you never, the camera, ne- you never see the Blair Witch or right. whatever. So, mm-hmm. like, I always had this really fucked up theory that made the movie ten times more scary to me is the fact of... And this almost kind of ties into Hereditary, too, with the cult people. I always felt like it was, like, a cult of actual people out yeah. there fucking with those campers, fucking with those people. Mm-hmm. Like, so not even a supernatural Blair Witch, but a actual cult of people. actual people that yeah. worship this witch... And they decided to out there and go fuck with them. Like, like that scene, and mind you, I don't give a fuck about spoiling this movie because it was made in 1999, so if you haven't seen it by now, now, then you're fucked. Yeah, then go fuck yourself. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was well well said. (laughs) Yeah. um, There's two specific scenes in this film that that really, uh, three actually, that really fuck with Mm -hmm. me. One's the the very end. Um, But one that really fucks with me is not even like supernatural it's um there's a scene where they they have a very creepy fucked up night they're hearing all types of branches breaking and shit yeah they wake up and uh they're like okay we need to get the fuck out of here we've all come to that conclusion we got to get out of here and uh they walk and the movie that's sort of like when the movie takes a little bit of comic relief it kind of gives you a little breather a little bit yeah they're walking they're kind of joking with each other saying some funny stuff and mind you this whole movie was like improv too like they were just walking Mm -hmm. in the woods and just kind of making up lines as they went to make it super authentic and there was there was a the scare one of the scariest parts of this movie to me has nothing to do with like a blair witch or nothing is uh so while they're walking, it goes on casual, and it's done brilliantly in the film where to the point where it lets you off your guard because they're just walking so casual. And you're like, all right, they're going to try to come to like the exit of the woods and get out of here, right? Yep. <laughs> they come upon the same log bridge that they came to in the beginning of the movie where they were, and they were already deep in the woods. Like, so, yeah. Yeah, so they, and then the next like 15 minute segment of this movie is these three actors brilliantly portraying like people just panicking like Mm -hmm. all three of them just have a full-blown panic attack like we just walked 
the guy says how long they walked in the movie, and it's it's supposed to be like they walked for like eight hours straight, and came back right where they started. So that's whatever was fucking with them in the woods left them led them right in a circle like the woods enclosed them. Yeah, it trapped them in, and that just fucked with me to like such a deep level because that's like as a black man that's your biggest fear. You go deep in the woods, and now I don't know where I'm at. I'm trapped. And dude, that's what fucked with me with Brent Samar was like so A yes, I was tripping on ass for this fucking movie. I but mean I was, like, I was on shrooms the first time I saw but, it. But like I, yeah. I but I dosed myself appropriately, you know? Yeah. So like I'm watching this movie, and I'm really getting into it, and we're like at the hour and a half how long is the movie? It's like two and a half hours. Okay, so okay. So I'm right about what I'm about to say. It was like about an hour and a half. Yeah. It comes to this scene where the movie started off, well, not the, like, beginning scene, but, like, within the first five minutes, the scene is shown in the beginning of the movie. And mm-hmm. then at the hour and a half mark, that same scene gets shown again, and at that point in time, the story and the storyline is coming to an end where, like, you totally think that's, like, the end of the movie. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it just, like, it's not the end of the movie and becomes very clear because that's when the movie just, like, really starts going. That's when, like, it re- really... Because that's, yeah. what, that's what Ari Aster does, is he never just throws you right into something. He gives you plenty of time to, to get used to a certain thing and then completely yeah. switches it up on you. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta fucking get that. Get on that Midsommar. And we, I think the discussion. three of us need to watch it together. Because yeah. I've, I've, I've seen it um, three times now. But that's a movie that yeah. I'll, I'll watch again So with that being said, too, I want to watch um, Tax Collector. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I can buy it. So I think within the next couple of days, us three should sit down and we should watch Tax Collector. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you seen... We got, the fuck, we got the place to do it, so let's do it kind of deal. Fuck yeah. Have you seen uh, Ari Aster's student film? No. I didn't see his, yeah, the short film. Alright, so I don't remember... I only have seen Hereditary from him, and I need to see every other fucking thing he does. I'll (laughs) explain, I'll explain, like, the gist of the short film from how I remember it. So this was, like, he was finishing film school, and this was, like, one of his final projects. Yeah. So it, it... this is like, it, it's a black family, and it's this father and his son, and I think it's like his sister's birthday party, and the, the gist is that this kid is sexually abusive to his father. Wow. Yeah. So that's fucked up. Yeah, that's yeah. very different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that's very different. Yeah. There, there's a scene wh- where, like, he's yelling at his dad. Like, his dad's just, like, wow. a fucking dog. And his father is so... Like, you can see the look in his dad's eyes. Fuck? He's so afraid of his son. That's fucking... I'm gonna have to check that out. That's fucked up. That's all... If you want, we can fucking watch it after this, because it's only like 20 minutes Yeah, long. it's a short film. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. We'll yeah. have to... Yeah, we'll have to that's throw the that only on. Dude, that's how amazing this dude is. He's only made... Hereditary and Midsommar is only two, like, full-length fucking movies. 
And there's Those a shot. Those are some of the best two movies. There's I've a seen. shot in Hereditary that even when I think about it, I'll fucking sleep with my TV on. Like, to have some light in my room, because I can't yeah. have it pitch black. All right, so I'm going to have to watch Hereditary. No, you got to watch Hereditary. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the same way you, I haven't seen Midsommar. Like, yeah. one night, well, dude, we we'll should do a night where we watch tonight. both. Yeah. We yeah, should yeah, watch yeah, both yeah. one night. Because we'll I haven't rewatched Hereditary either, because there's there's some sequences in that movie that, like, <sighs> I, they're, they're fucking, that movie's fucked. It's one of the... It's right. so fucked. It's so, like... So, <laughs> yeah, have, yeah. so, September, Labor Day weekend... That whole week following, I have off. Yeah. We'll, so, we'll do it. So, since I had the whole week off, you have your days yeah, off. Yeah, Tuesday and Wednesday. Wednesday. So, you, yeah. Tuesday, come the fuck over, we'll chill the whole fucking day. And then we'll yeah, yeah order some order. pizzas and shit. So, a okay. purchase I'm going to be making. So, the film company that he uses, A24, and I mean, they, they've done like a lot. Amazing. They, they have a lot they are of They're amazing. Like, they incredible. Make, they make amazing movies. Um, I think A twenty four is producing the the greatest horror movies of our time. The the greatest like offbeat movies too, because the dramas the ma- they make are incredible too. Yeah. Their most notable and famous one right now that you'd all know from this company A twenty four, the same one that behind all the Ari Aster stuff, is the newest Adam Sandler movie, Uncut Gems. That's an A twenty four movie. If you watch Uncut Gems, like a sort of, or if you watch uncut gems and hereditary it gives you like the gist of like what a24 as a company is about it's incredible really? so, so so they posted uncut gems was produced by the same studio yeah yeah same studio same, oh, same and same as midsummer too that was a24 yeah a24 but anyway all, so that's why all those they, movies are so yeah. like raw and like original and raw oh, okay. and so on their website shit. ari aster put this book out it's like a hardcover book and it's the script for hereditary but it also has like pictures of the film being made, pictures of like yeah. little notes that he wrote while he was. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm, I definitely want to get that. Cause yeah. Hereditary, I saw Hereditary. Um, I think I saw it like the first night it came out, cause I I'd seen the preview for it, and the preview doesn't really tell you shit Dude, about see. the movie, but like it looks so interesting. Yeah. So I went and I watched it and. Um, I, I was with my friend Elizabeth at the time, and she liked horror movies, but... So how um, long ago was this? Th- this, oh, fuck, this was like 2016 Yeah, something like that. This was a little ago. while ago. So we go, and we finish it. And this is a long movie, too, and, like, it, it, if you really, like, fuck with it and pay attention to it, this movie, like, fuck we said, it's fucked. Yeah, it's so it's, we, it's like The Shining and Rosemary's Baby and The Omen like all had sex and, so and we, just made this fucked movie. We, we finished this <laughs> yeah. inbred yeah. movie. And, and my friend, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My friend, Full circle. my friend Elizabeth looked over at me and she she goes, "What the fuck was that movie about?" And then I was gathering theories in my head the entire time yeah, I was watching exactly. it. So I um like kind of ran through it what I was thinking when I watched it for the first. I haven't seen it in a while, so I haven't re. I gotta re. It's one I gotta rewatch because, like I said, as I was getting back to, there's this one shot in this mil in this film, and it doesn't spoil anything either because it's still a relatively new movie, and this is one yeah. I really don't want to spoil for anyone who hasn't seen it because that's the the I'll I'll get into the way I saw it was I watched it on HBO on demand. 
for mm-hmm. free, like oh, like a good couple years after it came out, like 2018, so two oh, years gotcha. ago. Because I saw the preview point. of it yeah. and was like, fuck that. Like, that looks like an Exorcist ripoff. Yeah. Like, I thought the preview makes it look like something... Completely it's genius. The, the trailer was even genius because it, it makes it look like your stereotypical bullshit, typical new age horror movie. And okay. It, but so, but then I heard I had heard all these incredible things. So it's one of those things where like you'll watch it, but you're only gonna watch it when it's yeah, for free. yeah. I'm like I'll watch it when it's free when yeah. I got it. But okay. then, well, no, actually, I had actually written it off. I was like, ah, oh, fuck that. That looks stupid, oh, right? Okay. Written it off completely. Yeah. Wasn't even thinking about it. And I just heard so many things about it. And then a girl I was messing with at the time who yep. was really into horror, you know, and she was into good horror, too. Like, you know, she her favorite movie was, like, The Shining, Exorcist, Omen, like, all the good okay, shit. Okay. Yeah. So, and she was telling me about this movie, and the way she talked about it, I was like, all right, fine. Like, and now, now Curiosity's going to kill the cat. I got to see this. And it was yep. on HBO for free. I'm like, all right, I'll watch it. And I watched this movie, and I, I was just, like, fucking floored. I was like, what the... I'm like, it was to the point where I had to pause it at various points in this movie to, like, get my shit together. (laughs) Like, that's how fucking, like, I've... And this is... Mind you, I have seen a lot of horror movies, a lot of hardcore dramas and gritty fucked up movies and shit. I was watching Joe Pesci kill people in mafia movies when I was, like, nine years old, like it's it's not like a gore thing or like a like there's some graphic shit definitely but uh, definitely but like yeah it's honestly it's, though it's one of those things where like so i haven't seen that specific movie but since i've seen uncut gems yeah. and Bryce Umar, and that now i just learned it's from the same studio like it's i haven't seen it this, but i can totally this see movie, like the feel already this movie like picture everything picture everything like when you think of like you're sitting in your room thinking of like what scares you and like right. the the real shit not well, yeah, like stuck in your own not head not campy bullshit right, like yeah, like yeah. the real stuck in your head type of fears those yeah, yeah. irrational kind of fears like, like this this dude <laughs> just just play he he pinpoints what fear really means like because they're like and, and now i get to finally the shot i'm talking about it's towards the very end of the film and, and there's okay. It's not, I'm not giving nothing away, but like yep. this film involves like it's it's deep family drama, okay. Combined with like and it gets into like some demonic shit, occult shit like that. Okay, yeah. Okay. There's a scene where the the son, because it involves the mother who is played by Tony Collette, who gives a just one of the most amazing performances I've ever seen in this movie. Yep. Um. Also, who plays her son? this dude i forget i keep forgetting his name alex wolf i think yep, is his yep. name. yeah he was he used to be in this he's Nickelodeon phenomenal. show a long time yeah ago he's phenomenal the, the naked brothers band yeah oh shit no fucking that's way. that kid no fucking way that's that kid yeah <laughs> wow dude that's amazing because he's amazing yeah. in this he movie did a good job and there's there's a sequence towards the end where he it leads up to the final shot of the movie the big ending Yep. He's like, it's like, it's like a horror extravaganza of him walking through the house and walking all the way through, you know, the mm-hmm. tree house. And it's like so prolonged and creepy, Ari yeah. Aster style. But there's a shot, and there's people the first time they watch it. There's several shots in this movie. The first time you watch it, you will not see what I'm talking about until yeah. after, and I point it out to you. Because I even went on YouTube and discovered some of the shit. But there's a shot, okay. and this was one that I noticed. The first time I watched it, and I was sleeping with my TV on, I wouldn't sleep in pitch black for fucking two weeks. 
and 2018. This is not when I was a kid. I'm a grown-ass <laughs> grown fucking man. man. Yep. A shot of a dark closet as he's walking down his stairs. Yep. There's a naked... The, and it's the same... It's There's a preacher in the beginning of the movie. Uh, actually, he's a funeral home director. When okay. they, they have a... The movie starts off, the mother, their grandmother, the head, the head of this family dies it starts off with her death there's this creepy funeral director that's always smiling at everybody this same funeral director if you look and he makes it so subtle that's what that's the genius of Ari Aster is he doesn't it's not like most movies where they're like dun 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 like here it is here it is this is it like some people didn't even see it when they first saw the movie it's a dark closet and if you just your eye if you let your eye adjust to that darkness in that closet you see this same funeral director butt ass naked standing in the closet smiling at the kid and and this this shot no no this is dude this shot you can google it right now this even just looking at it on google fucks with me like i noticed it the first time i watched the movie Google uh, hereditary uh, naked man in closet. It's, and and they do and they do the edit and, and some people have photoshopped it to where you can really see him. Like so, like this was the the single most creepiest fucking thing that I have ever seen in any movie that I've ever watched. This that that shot shook me weird. to the fucking core. Oh fuck. Yeah. See? No, this like I said, see this is this is a dude who's Zach's seen this movie. You've seen it once or twice. You didn't even yeah. notice that. I noticed that when I watched the movie, and that kept me up for two weeks. Yeah, it's at the end of the movie. He's rounding the corner, and the shot he keeps. The, yeah, that yeah, right there. No, but in the movie, it's darker to where you can just barely fucking see him unless you allow your eye to adjust to the darkness in the closet. And he keeps the shot kind of like how you were describing that shot where the guy's standing at the edge of the cliff for like 40 Mm -hmm. seconds. There's like 30 or 40 seconds that just kind of slowly zooms in on this closet. And if you let your eye... And then it just cuts away. He doesn't do like a... Even like a musical cue, like a dun-dun-dun, like nothing. Dude cuts away so... No. Dude just stands there like that, and he just keeps it, and it just cuts away casual, like like nothing ever happened. Oh, dude. You can see the fucking guy, butt-ass naked like that, standing looking in that fucking closet, looking at the kid, and the kid's this like is the actual 18 right in the movie here. or some shit. Uh, oh, okay. So he's like older. That's the actual Yeah, that's shot the actual me. shot. Yeah, look at, the, look at how subtle it is. Yeah, if you allow your eye to you adjust, you really gotta look at it. But then oh, you'll wow. see. It. No, and no, and mind you, I'm watching this movie. I I decided like an oh, ass. Oh, dude, that's that's the creepiest shit that you'll ever see in a fucking movie. What the? That's the fuck? creep so random. That too. is the single most creepiest shot in a horror movie that I've ever seen of all time. That shit scared me like nothing has ever scared me before in my fucking life. Even just looking at it on Google is well, fucking. Yeah. so dude. Like, what the? <laughs> Fuck? That's weird. Dude. Yeah, and it's the same funeral director from the be- in the beginning of the movie. They do another creepy shot. And this is broad daylight. They're at the funeral of the grandmother, okay. and he's just sitting there like that, like like smiling, just like that, at the mother. And then yeah, and then very. This is like the last wow. maybe ten fifteen minutes of the movie, like the climactic ending. And then yeah, that that shot of the closet. 
I'm watching this movie because, like I said, I, I didn't know nothing about it. I doubted it at first, so I decided, like an asshole, I'm watching this movie at, like, midnight. <laughs> in the dark. Lights off. Yep. Fucking, and mind you, like, you've been in my room. I have yep. a closet right, right adjacent there. to my bed. Dude. So, That's like, every, <laughs> I, every time I that. turned my TV or, oh, any, or any kind of light, any time I turned any kind of light off in my house... Fucking, I I was looking in my closet and I I had a, I had an actual nightmare that he was standing in the closet and in my nightmare yeah. he ran out at me, and I Ooh. fucking jumped up. That like that scene like that fucks with that, you. that that one shot is the you. reason that I still haven't rewatched this movie. That scene like that fucked with me. I'm like, dude, there was a naked old. I'm like, cause he makes it to where you don't think you saw it. That's right. how genius <laughs> this guy is. And I'm watching that. <laughs> I rewound it because I'm like, did I'm like, was there someone standing in that fucking closet? I rewound it and I and I'm like on my TV, and and I just like my my heart sank and my hair is on my neck. St- I'm like, there's yeah, an old man no, smiling I at this it. kid in this movie, and he doesn't even. That's that's such genius horror. It's it's not yeah, even that's, funny that's how something like that's different. different you've never seen that yeah. kind of shit in a horror movie Jinx, you owe me some coke. yeah because <laughs> guess what there's two more shots i know of in that movie like that and i'll mention them right now Do you yeah Jack and Ginger shit? fucking there's one there's one uh, yeah, go there's one that's famous now that everyone knows it's From the same movie yes okay there's a scene where this kid like gets like possessed in in in, a, in his classroom and that's a fucked up scene and mm-hmm. i won't give that away but it cuts after that to him sitting in his room like on his bed kind of like all fucked up like this okay. it's dark again oh i know exactly what yeah you're yeah about. you know that this one's famous this was this one sort of everybody noticed and it got like i guess in theaters people would even like gasp when they notice it because he once again ari aster sally keeps it on the kid sitting on the bed in his dark ass room for like 45 seconds which in a movie is like forever yeah if you look in the top left corner of the screen you see his possessed mom like spider-man yep yeah blair all on the corner of the room like this that 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 once again fucked with me right and then there's another one and this one is real quick and i i had to find this one on youtube i didn't notice this one i found Mm -hmm. this one on youtube there's a scene it's just a simple transition scene where they show a shot of their creepy ass house that's like in the woods and shit. Yeah. Right. So it's a shot at night. It's towards the end of the film. It's right. It's this scene. If you notice it, it sort of sets up the climax right before everything goes bonkers. Okay. They cut to a little shot at night outside the house. Yep. And and it's and it's real quick too. This one doesn't linger. It's like it's like. Boom, boom, boom. It's like a time lapse. It goes from daytime in the house, nighttime house, and then it gets into what they're getting into. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you look real quick, all around the house in the woods, there's these naked cultists surrounding the fucking house. What? Oh, what? Surrounding the whole house. Yeah. All these naked old people, these old pagan ritual people that, you know, if you watch the movie, you'll find out about them, but... No, this movie's deep, dude. Like, what? this guy's a fucking genius. This is shit. This is what's scary. Like mm-hmm. it's not all that stupid bullshit. Yeah. So what we're gonna have to do, dude, is we're gonna that week when I have it off, 
You're gonna come over and we'll get mad fucking I will watch the tax collector, okay? Yeah. Yeah. And then we're gonna wait for Zach to get home. And we'll wait until it gets dark out we'll throw those that those two movies oh, back, fuck it. back to back. So yeah. I think actually so I want I wanna show him that, that film, so I think I wanna end it here if that's good with you guys. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna make a little jack real quick. Yeah, yeah, so this, so this is like um, I I I really enjoy this this episode because I I just am absolutely obsessed with all, all things creepy. Yeah, and I think that we covered that pretty good. But um, j- just an, another quick mention, um, if you like this podcast, just just give us a like subscribe and give us like a five star rating or wh- whatever the fuck on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and if you want to le- leave a review, please do. Um, and anybody who wants to fucking reach out to us, we'll talk to all of you guys. So, if you if you ever have any questions, like I pulled on Instagram a week or two ago, if anybody had any questions that they could ask us, we'd answer them on the podcast. But no, nobody asked any questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, assholes, ask some questions. Yeah, ask some motherfucking questions because we we want to answer them. But yeah, so that's uh, been the weekly edition of uh, Welcome to the Family. And we will see you next week at the exact same hour, and uh, we'll get it popping for you. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Peace out, y'all. Glory at peace.